Hello everyone! So today I want to talk about the importance of community um, because sometimes this path feels kind of lonely and my experience of it, of this has been that like it's so important to have communities and to have guidance through all the spheres of our lives and as a former real estate agent, I firmly believed in the role of a real estate agent as the guide, the counselor, the uh, person to accompany someone in their research for a property or in um, their process of selling a home. And like the value of the things that we could bring as a real estate agent versus someone who would try to sell on their own or buy on their own is like I have tons of evidence of like the difference that we could make as a real estate agent and through that process of me helping others I have always um, valued and firmly believe in the value of receiving guidance and being coached when you go through a process so it's like um when I was, uh, after my firstborn, I decided to go to the gym and I wanted to work with a personal trainer. So I hired a personal trainer and she was amazing and she was incredible. And so, and through hiring that coach, there were people I would go on, uh, I remember on uh, the lunchtime. Uh, so during lunch and there was this community aspect to uh, the training also where these women these incredible women came on their lunch breaks and went to the gym with me and so like you develop there's something really magical that happens when you have someone guiding you through a process and you're sharing that guided experience with other people so I went uh, like I lived that in many many instances so at the gym um when I decided to start on this personal growth journey, I have always been guided by someone and I have done mostly group work. And I really, there's something special about group work that uh, doesn't happen uh, like when you do one-on-one. And one-on-one is really, um, like it has its own benefits, but like group work does something special just because of the shared experience of the people uh, that are brought together. And also like, sometimes you don't even know like you don't have a question to ask or you don't have anything that you wanted to work on but just witnessing someone else's process will be healing for you at the same time so that's really amazing so when I worked in real estate I had a real estate coach also and there were these gatherings that we went to and like so annual events and also like uh, I think monthly or quarterly events And that was always fun to like be together and know that you're not alone. Like you're not alone uh, working on all the things that you're working on. So like in real estate, it's like, okay, how do you get new clients? Or like, how do you uh, know what to say when a a seller says whatever or a buyer says this and like all of the the trends and the stuff like that. So like real estate uh, training and real estate coaching was incredibly valuable to me in my real estate career. And so, as I said, in this uh, personal growth journey also, and um, so yeah, business, um, personally, uh, physically, so like, 
I currently, with the kids and stuff, I do um, my yoga at home now, and um, yeah, but it's different, it's definitely different than when I would go to the yoga studio and have a class live with a teacher, and like, there's something special that happens in those instances, and so I just wanted to bring back the aspect of community and guidance, and also like, there's something about uh, physical community, definitely, versus online. And um, I remember, like, a couple of weeks ago, I really, well, maybe even a couple of months ago, like, I remember feeling like something was missing. And, like, I always evaluate the parameters in my life. And I'm like, okay, how are things going with my kids? How are things going uh, with my husband? Uh, like what's happening with my friendships and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, like I need uh, more emotional support. And I remember downloading it, an app called Peanut. And like, it's a place where you, you can meet new moms. And it's not a very popular app here in Quebec City. There were maybe like 12 people on there, but I still uh, got to meet someone and we went for a walk and it was fun to actually like, because you, it's like, um, yeah, our, our, the friendship was aligned and this person ended up moving away. Uh, so she isn't here anymore. And then I was like, I still need more in-person friends that are close by that understand my reality as a mom. And so one night I just decided, I'm like, I'm going to write this on Facebook and see what happens because I decided to, uh, well, Alex and I, we decided to homeschool our kids. Well, our kids are firstborn. He's five. He would be in kindergarten usually. Um, and like our daughter is uh, 10 months old, so she wouldn't be attending school anyway, but all this to say, I'm home with both kids and Alex works uh, as a real estate agent. So, um, yeah. And in deciding to homeschool, like we wanted to, so all of the benefits of that is really essentially to respect our rhythm. So like the kids rhythm and our own rhythm, because like transportation and having a schedule, it, it's like, it's fun for some people. And for us, it just wasn't the thing. So like, I want my kids to be able to wake up when their body feels ready and to eat when they're hungry and to sleep when they're tired. And that's not what the rhythm is when you just go into like public school or whatever school and of course like I want to teach them that like you can have a routine and you can sometimes wake up and have like be um going out of your comfort zone and like you don't always have to be in this state of like perfect flow and alignment with your body but it's also important to me to teach them that like it's a possibility and most babies start daycare like somewhere between six months and like 12 months is when most people start to like envision childcare and go back to work and like just that you're on a schedule like you get up so early you go like your mornings go by really fast and then you end up spending the whole day in this noisy place that's like full of it's kind of chaotic honestly and then and like of course your needs can't be met like perfectly in a context of like ch child care or like a large or larger group so all day 
you're kind of being, so you're being rushed in the morning and disconnected from your body and your needs all day. And when you get home at night, you're rushed. And so for me, like personally, that's not what I wanted for my kids and, or for us. And so like, we've tried many things like Emmerich, he went to daycare, um, and I started working and he, like, we were always, we did everything always in alignment with what we wanted at the time. And so I had this super amazing daycare. Uh, so it was in English in Quebec city. So this is really a French province. And like, I had this daycare in English called ABC preschool and it was, uh, truly amazing. And, um, I remember like having the flexibility to bring Emmerich at the time that felt good for him and go pick him up at a time that felt good for him. And so I always felt the freedom that I could uh, really do what felt best for both of us, Emmerich and I. And um, yeah, so we tried it out. But all of this to say that it was always important for me to respect his rhythm. So like I never woke him up, uh, like I never rushed him until last year. So last year, because I don't know how it works um, elsewhere, but like here we have the possibility to send our kids to pre-kindergarten, but it's not really pre-kindergarten. It's like a kindergarten for four-year-olds. So it's like the same, uh, same hours, like same opening hours as like regular school. And the groups are like as large as in kindergarten. So like it's maybe 17 or 18 kids for one teacher. Plus you have like one, uh, educator, like, a someone that helps the teacher out. So that, Emmerich was registered for um, the this uh, four-year-old kindergarten class last year because uh, I, so we moved here last November and uh, I, so we moved like November 1st and I gave birth to our daughter uh, November 23rd and um, yeah, so Emmerich had started school I think like November 7th or November 14th. And so I remember like having the routine with like the, um, the alarm clock to wake him up. And also, oh my, that's such a great discovery. If ever you want it, I'll link it out in the show notes. We have these, um, light alarm clocks that simulate the rising, like the sunrise. And so it makes, uh, waking up in the morning so much more fun and it's like a lot softer than like a regular alarm clock. So like you have this light slowly coming up and becoming like brighter and brighter. And just the light is enough to wake me up. But for the kids, because they sleep so tight, uh, yeah, they, they need the little birds. So like little birds start singing and then you're like, oh, what is, what is that? And like the, na the noise gets louder and louder and it's really amazing. So all this to say, uh, so last year we had the alarm clock uh, waking up the kids. Well, the kids. Emmerich, because I was still, uh, yeah, pregnant, and then later with a newborn, um, but yeah, things were going so fast, <clears throat> and so from November, November to December, he went there full-time, and there was something about starting late also that, like, made things maybe a bit more stressful for him, but I remember in January, I was like, this doesn't feel good. And so we decided, I decided to keep him with me and his little sister for, um, two days 
in the weekdays. So like he went to school three days per week and we kept, I kept him home for two days plus the weekends. And the thing is, I know most people like go to school or send their children to school or daycare like five days a week. And during the weekends, they have activities because Emmerich started playing hockey too. So like hockey on the weekends, school five days a week. It's like I felt constantly rushed and rushed and rushed. And like I was pushing everybody around and I felt pushed around myself. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel good. I really want to be intentional about slowing things down. And all of this to say, so we went through that phase of like getting up early and like him going to school and like just the general stress of it versus like the previous summer where I was alone with him and pregnant and then this past summer where I was at home with both kids like we had our routine going and I'm not saying like that this is the perfect way to do it because of course we have our own uh, stuff in our own, um, like it, some days are harder than others and some weeks are harder than others because it like being at home with two kids, like obviously I myself cannot meet a hundred percent the needs of my kids, but in all cases, it, it feels better to be home and to be able to respect each person's rhythm. And we have the control on if we want to just stay in bed for the whole day versus like do something that goes against how you're feeling in the moment or in that day. So yeah, homeschooling. So all of this to say, so the positive sides of homeschooling is definitely respecting our uh, eating, our sleeping, our body's rhythm. So if we need to move versus stay inside and stuff like that. And also, like, I have 100% uh, trust in my ability to teach things to my son. And he has the personality and the capacity to, like, he, he's just an avid learner. And his little mind constantly wants to be fed all of these, uh, this new knowledge. And he loves reading books and stuff. So I have, like, the, the child that fits the profile for, like, just learning things as he goes. And, um, yeah. So all of this to say, um, we decided to homeschool. But one of the most important things for me, as well as for my husband, is that like he, we want him to be able to create relationships for himself, to have his own community, his own friends, and like develop meaningful relationships with people. And I'm like, how can I offer this to him? without sending him to school and the good news is where we live so one of the deepest longings that I had is that I know that some places around the world like people decide to homeschool and there's this whole homeschooling community that is created around people deciding to homeschool and then coming together to offer playtime for the kids and that would be so amazing so I'm just throwing it out there if ever you're in Quebec City you speak English or French and you're homeschooling, like I'm really open to creating a community around people who decide to homeschool and who also want to offer a community to their kids and friendships and relationships. But for me here, so I just went plain out and wrote it on Facebook. So I'm like, hey, I'm living in the South Shore of Quebec City. I decided to homeschool and I'm open to meeting up with other moms and other children to have like play dates and let them play and have fun 
And like, I, I really want to have that for my kids and for myself. And I'm really like open to new friendships. And I was so, um, I was surprised and happy that like a lot of people, uh, shared the post, commented on the post were like, yeah, we're open to this. And like, our kids are in school or our kids are in daycare, but I still want to have fun and go play with you at the park on weekends and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, so I'm like, I know I'm not alone, uh, thinking what I'm thinking and going through what I'm going through. And at the same time, when you look at the people, when I look at the people close to me, like, that's not what people say. So like the common narrative is like, um, people like we tell ourselves that we're supposed to do it alone and that it's normal, that things are hard and that we should just be able to do it alone because people do it alone. And the reality is that we were never meant to do it alone. And so this feeling that I had inside of feeling so lonely and like kind of like I have the privilege of having all of the resources and all of the experience to be able to put something together that makes sense for my family and I. So like to hire help in the house, to have childcare, to work from home or to like as a business owner and at, with my husband running a real estate agent and me having been a real estate agent for 10 years. So like if people call me to buy or sell a house, we can take care of them still through Alex and like creating this business that I want to be creating and like, so I have the privilege of being in a spot where I can intentionally slow down and try to figure things out. And even in this position, it's so hard to find something that's, that's really, that feels good for me, that feels good for Alex, that feels good for the kids. And so that where everybody's needs are met and where people feel happy and nourished and like energized. And yeah, so like to have this be a possibility even when I know like what nutrients or what elements I need to put in place things are really hard to put in place and so there's really this aspect of like thinking because we are told and we come to believe that we're supposed to do it alone and like I said earlier that's not the case and I had this um really amazing call with uh Shalina from Rising Woman and that's exactly what she said she's like we need community and so like just hearing that from her I was like okay like this is allowed to be a need this is allowed to be something that I long for this is allowed to be something that like I'm looking left I'm looking right and like I don't feel like this is what's being offered and I want to create it for myself. And so like, I was like, it doesn't matter um, who I am or like where I live and like what the people are doing around here. Like if I feel how I feel, I'm just going to put things out there and I will, I trust that I will call in the right people to be, um, to be meeting those needs. And so I... I'm starting, I'm in the process of creating this for myself. And yeah, I was, I was really happy because, uh, I created this small group. And so like, we're about 20 people in it. So like people that live really close to where I live and where we can just meet up at the park and like, 
in the group there are moms that like have um daycare at their home so like they have four five six kids with them and so when we meet up at the park say two of them have a daycare well then that makes 12 kids plus my two kids we're already 14 kids and like just seeing them play together in the park is like amazing and so I'm like this is what normal normality or whatever who cares about normal but like this is what feels good I was like this is this feels right this this feels nourishing this feels so amazing just being there with three moms and 12 kids and like looking at them play and being able to talk and to connect and to share our realities and to have someone listen and I was like this is what feels good this is how I feel things would feel best for me and I I know that that's probably the case for many other people but it's just that we are conditioned and taught and taught to believe that it should be otherwise and that we are somehow uh not enough or not good enough for like not being comfortable uh being a full-time working mom and then making ends meet and having the house like being perfectly cleaned up and like cooking all the food and stuff and so yeah um community definitely community and um it's just work in progress so as soon as I have maybe found a way to um create something that feels good I will definitely share with you um, how things go, but it has been a thing. So like the first steps of me and my process was like actually, um, knowing that that was a need and then putting it out there and trusting that the people will come. And like, people are like, wow, this is such a good idea. And I'm like, yeah, and I can't believe it didn't exist. So like before creating my little Facebook group or whatever, I had made phone calls. So like there's all sorts of places that exist like, a, I don't know, in French it's called Maison de la Famille. So it's like these um, organisms for families. And like there are many resources available for like when you have a newborn. So like there are all sorts of like workshops and like guest speakers and like free resources for like new moms and like um, these coffee places where you get to meet up with new moms so like the newborn phase is pretty well taken care of and that's because like most moms uh at least take like their first year of maternity leave and then it's like okay zero to four or five there are some resources available and then it's like when once you like hit school age there's nothing available anymore and so what I was looking for, I'm like, is there a way to know, like, who homeschools their kids, like, here in this town? And, like, is there a place where we can meet up? Is there something that's already organized, like, activities or, or things like that? And, like, so I called, like, the city, like, the, the whatever, how do you call it, the town hall or whatever. I called all those uh, organisms, like, family organisms. And they were like, yeah, no, that doesn't exist. And, like, because... Um, Emmerich was registered for like activities, um, like swimming lessons and hockey and like, uh, he had soccer and things like that. But like, even in the context of these activities, like 
it's still quite like um it rushes you like so you rush to the activity you get dressed you play and then you get undressed and you rush back to whatever life you were having so like if it's uh, an activity that takes place on an uh, a, a weeknight will people just go back and forth because like they have the supper and then the next day they have school and stuff like that and on weekends people have like other activities or um they just want to go see friends and family and like so it, it goes fast even around these activities and I'm like my need is not for like another activity that rushes people or rushes my kids everywhere I just want downtime time to play I want them I want to offer them time with other kids and just like so that they're able to create games for themselves and like work on their problem solving skills and stuff like that and so I was like I want to create this free play thing for children aged 0 to 12 because I know it exists elsewhere and so I'm like clearly it doesn't exist here yet and it will exist eventually And yeah, I feel that's what I wanted to talk to you about. But like, I, I noticed this desire for community in myself. And I also wanted to create it for my kids because if they're homeschooled, they also need to connect with other human beings other than their parents or their siblings. And like, I'm like, yeah, parents and siblings are cool. Extended family, okay. But like other kids and like all ages that's what feels the most organic and natural way of being is just playing with other kids because we want to let kids be kids and there's definitely something unnatural about like being regrouped with kids that are all the same age and in large groups and like sitting still at a desk so that's just my personal opinion But like if I I always look for like what's the mo what's the wildest, freest, most natural way of doing things. And for me, like learning is definitely something that naturally sparks up in a kid. And but like sitting down at a desk all day, that doesn't feel natural to me. And so I was like, I need to I want to look at something and make and find something that feels good. And so in what existed, there was not nothing really. And I visited this Montessori school in Quebec City. And honestly, the school was amazing. And so, yeah, so definitely something around the Montessori approach. And so what I did is I went and found an online Montessori homeschooling community. So it's based on Maria Montessori's approach. But like you have this whole curriculum in English and like the lessons. And it, so far, like, It's really amazing and I can't wait to see where this journey is going to take us. But it really has the approach of like you you and your child's learning journey is something that you go on together. And so like my job is to guide him and feed him and like um it's like it's it's essentially the same as like meeting his other needs, like his hunger cues or his sleep cues, except now I have to be Uh, more aware of his learning cues and so as soon as he opens up a signal of like I'm ready to learn how to read or I'm ready to learn how to write or I have an interest in like learning how plants grow or like I want to know more about the animal kingdom or about like physical science or music or art 
Well, now I feel like I have the tools and the resources to offer that to him. So as, so my job is to like pick up the signs that he's ready to learn something and just offer it to him. And that feels good. And that feels great. That feels organic. And I'm like, okay, like this exists. It's just, it's just that it exists elsewhere. And so I really, um, I'm infinitely grateful for like the modern era in which we live and like internet and the possibilities that this offers. Because for me, like internet has given me access to finding people all around the world and like that have similar beliefs or, um, worldviews. And it's like, it's so refreshing to know that there are other people out there. And also like, it brings back to like, I want to bring this into the physical space around me so that I can actually uh, feel and meet up with like real life people and create similar things here, like physically. And so, yeah, I'm putting this out there. So I will um, stop the recording here for today. I, um, I'm sending you love and wishing you a wonderful day. And I'll talk to you soon.